We're talking a little bit of pit basketball. It might be football camp season, but don't disregard the pit basketball recruiting trail. We're welcoming in Jason Jordan today to talk about Tyler Johnson, Jalen Curry, and others. And we are going to examine the state of where pit men's basketball can go from here. It's all coming up on this episode of Locked On Pit. Our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, welcome back here to the Locked on Pit Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nick Farabaugh, here today with a very special guest, Jason Jordan, the Director of Basketball Recruiting at Sports Illustrated. Jason, happy to have you on the show today. Oh, man, happy to be here for sure, definitely. Pit, a, a program that trying to reclaim their national prominence and Jeff Cable trying to right the ship. He's now going to be in year five and has a pretty solid 2023 recruiting class with Marlon Barnes and Carlton Carrington. But looking to add to that and, and the main target, their number one guard target right now, Tyler Johnson has really had a good summer and, and he's shot up their board so much. So they're trying to get him on campus sometime this month. What about this game would make Jeff Capel and Tim O'Toole and, and this staff really enamored with it? Oh, he's a pit bull of a point guard, man. He just—he's a two-way guy um, who's uh, just a floor general extraordinaire. So he's scoring on all three levels, um, but he's really adept at getting downhill. Um, he's a guy that is—you're not going to keep him in front of you, and he's always got his eyes up on a swivel. He so he's seeing—he's seeing the play develop two—you know, two two moves before the defense collapses, right? So he—he's that guy. So super high Q guy. High IQ guy. And so the other thing is that he um, I, I, bigger than anything, we could talk about his three level scoring, talk about him going down here. He's an energy guy. Like, so he's going to bring the energy um, vocally. He's going to bring the energy in the locker room and he's obviously going to bring the energy on the court. So he's a guy who's going to lead by example and um, lead, uh, you know, lead by example, and he's going to be like a vocal leader. I'm sorry, I got tripped up. Um, So, but, you know, and to your point, an amazing summer. He was uh, MVP of uh, EYBL Louisville. Um, I think he hit a game winner, walk-off game winner there. And I was just at Peach Jam, and, I, you know, Jeff and Jason were following him everywhere, (laughs) you know, and rightfully so. So um, he's definitely a guy that is – uh, a priority guy for Jeff, and um, rightfully so, rightfully so. When you look at the landscape of the Tyler Johnson recruitment, and it's blown up recently, obviously, you have those New York schools in there, Ole Miss offered recently, Pitt's been in there for the long run, uh, has been on him for a very long time, and that relationship goes back yeah. deep uh, with them. What do you put on that type of relationship in recruitment like this when Jeff Capel and – and Jason Capel and Tim O'Toole are trying to get a guy like that to come on to a class. How much does something like that matter? Relationships matter. I mean, big time, especially in recruiting. Um, unfortunately, sometimes it, it just depends. It, it it is not one of those things that's like, oh, I mean, you know, got a relationship with everybody. No, if you've been uh, a guy who's been there from the beginning and we've gotten close and uh, that is definitely going to uh, weigh heavy when we're 
writing down the pros and cons at, after all the visits are over and we're ready to decide and we, we got to get this thing hashed out. I've seen that. I've actually been in on those talks. So um, the um, emotional connection there is, is certainly going to matter. And Jeff is, is like best in show at that. Like Jeff wins. I always say Jeff wins the den, right? So when he's in that den, he's going to win with your parents. He's going to win with you. Um, and because he's so real. Jeff, is a, he's a straight shooter. Jeff's my guy. Jeff's a you know, straight shooter. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels. And um, people love that and people respect that and people um, flock to that. So that's why he's um, been in a, he's always had a history of being a great recruiter and obviously a great coach, but um, I definitely think that will play a part for sure in this specific recruitment. I have seen situations where, you know, yeah, I'm close, but that just made the phone call tougher. You see, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I, and I've seen it with Pitt, you know, I, I, you know, everybody loves Jeff, be clear. Everybody loves Jeff Capel. I just talked to, it's so funny. Last week I talked to, I won't say who, but cause I don't want to uh, get y'all mad. Um, but it was a five-star kid, uh, I mean, top 10. And he was like, man, you know, I, his dad, I was having dinner with his dad, and he was like, man, Jeff Cable. Man, I love Jeff Cable. Uh, maybe I should have went there, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, so y- you want that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's great. But, no, no, you want that. You want that. So you want to stack the deck. I'm a percentage guy. So put all the percentages in your favor, and that relationship building is um, is a big part of it. Now, with a guy like Tyler, he's a point guard, but Pitt just got a really good young point guard. Dior Johnson is obviously the name I'm talking about here, and Jeff Capel landing Dior Johnson is going to matter. Now, I I know a lot of people obviously think Dior Johnson's probably going to try and be a one-and-done and and, and may not be here next year, but does that weigh uh, on a guy like Tyler Johnson who maybe looks at, say, the Pitt point guard room and says, well, well, you just got a top 50 recruit the year before that could be at my position. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They look at the depth chart for sure. And um, that that's why um, I don't know if that, 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 that situation will be over soon because, you know, it's a wait and see, especially with Dior because, um, you know, he was once upon a time considered to be a one and done uh, for sure. And now it's kind of like, could he be, you know, and I think that's what, that's the mindset that everybody's in. I don't, you know, but uh, he's obviously super talented. So we'll see how that works out. But as far as a recruit, looking at the depth chart and looking at who's there. I think they can play together, though. Now, now be clear. And a lot of coaches love a two-point guard lineup. So it's like whoever has the ball, get ready, get out and go. And that's kind of what people are going to, interchangeable pieces, especially in the backcourt and on the perimeter. So a lot of coaches are really liking to flood the flood the hardwood with um, playmakers all over the court. So um, that's another sell I'm sure they're going to have. You know, in ca- if he's here – you guys can play together. And and they could. It's not even just um, – I think uh, Tyler is probably a better scorer than Dior. Um, but they're both – you know, they're dogs on the court, both of them. You know, when they're, when they're engaged, when Dior is engaged, and um, that is, you know, typically the case with Dior, uh, he brings a lot of passion and energy. So I think they could play together, and I think that's something that's – part of the thing that they're selling them on, I'm sure. Folks, we'll get right back to the conversation with Jason Jordan, but if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor you don't have 
to wait for any new flavors because guess what? Covered in chocolate, you have it. It's indulgent cookie dough. That's right. Built has done it again. Cookie dough chuck pumps are light. They have that chewy cookie dough chunks and texture that you just love and cannot stop having. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the fam. And it will be a perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and hide them for yourself. And just really keep them because you love them that much folks what's great about build is that the bars made of collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently so it will give you more health benefits all you have to do is go to built.com use the promo code lock 15 and get 50 percent off your order use promo code lock 15 for 50 percent off at built.com so tyler i think said he's going to take official visits now yeah. I, I don't know how much you've heard about pit in this recruitment but what are the chances that Pitt potentially maybe, say, gets Tyler on campus and, and could potentially bring him here? And, and maybe that commitment uh, doesn't come till later, but they still get him on Pittsburgh's campus. I think they'll get him on the campus. I think they'll get him on campus. I think they have a good relationship, and I think they, they've shown him that they want him. You know, I think I, I saw, you know, they were, they were, they were present. You know, and, and, and guys that matters to guys. So I, I talked to all the guys. I'm like, did you see who was over there? Oh yeah. I saw who was over there. I talked to mothers. I was looking, you know, who was at our games. They said that they, you know, we were priority and, you know, so they look at that, that stuff matters. And uh, they might say uh, on the record, it doesn't matter. Just like they say, rankings don't matter on the record. That's not true. Um, so yeah, I think he's, uh, they've done a great job of showing him, uh, that how bad they want him, and that's gonna. I, I feel like that'll win, and definitely, I, I'm confident it'll get him on campus. Um, I would be shocked if he didn't come on campus. That's great news because uh, you know yeah. there's no official visit scheduled yet, but right. it really wants to get him on campus. Uh, another guy that we do know is going to be on campus at some point in September, whether it be for the – it's going to be for a football game, whether it's the backyard brawl or the Tennessee game, and it is a guy that Jeff Capel has plenty of connections with down in yeah. North Carolina and Jalen Curry. And, and this has been a guy that we've heard a lot about uh, with Pitt, Jeff Capel, and, and the connections he has. Jalen Curry very close with Jeff Capel. But how, what type of player are we looking at here in Jalen Curry? Um, well – that's another guy, Jeff and Jason were um, definitely uh, they brought the whole staff out a couple of times uh, for him and rightfully so um, he's another one. And, and the th he played with Trey Parker uh, for Boo Williams. And so I was always curious to see how that, that would mesh because they're both ball dominant guards. Um, but Jalen's more of a creative playmaker um, who's going to um, facilitate. And um, he plays, he's not as animated as uh say a trey parker or a dior johnson or even a tyler but he's like um a guy who's going to facilitate first and then but he's a, also a dynamic scorer so he's getting to his spots you know you're not you're not going to keep him from getting to his spots but he's always surveying so i think he's more of a pass first guy but you know you're swinging it around he's knocking down that perimeter jump shot efficiently he didn't shoot as well at peach jam um but I think that had a lot to do with Trey Parker just kind of going off and him deferring to him um, in that regard. So, but an uh, once again, an interchangeable piece in the backcourt. He does like that, a ball in his hand, a creator, a playmaker extraordinaire, and super athletic too. So, um, and he can play, to your point about it, do they worry about point guards being there? He can play with another dominant guard. Trey Parker was dominant. So, um, 
you know, that's a guy who they're really prioritizing too because they were there at all his games as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Like you said, he has a lot of ties there. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that winds down as we um, go into the next couple months. We hear all the time about AAU relationships and, and how they tie into all this stuff. But we know Jeff is, is very close in that North Carolina area, but specifically with Boo Williams, though. Those two guys mm-hmm. have a really good relationship. And every time you talk to Jalen Curry about Pitt, that comes up, that relationship comes up. Uh, and, and now that they're going to get him on campus, does it seem to you at all that, that maybe Pitt, you know, I know there's a lot of good teams in here for Jalen Curry, it almost seems like Pitt has somewhat of an inside track just to just to start off the recruitment right away. Right. So to piggyback off the earlier point, <clears throat> relationships, yeah, they're going to give you a little bit of an, an extra push and, and <laughs> every little bit helps, right? So, um, yeah, those ties certainly, yeah. You know, I do I think it'll definitely uh, – because what, what do we care about? Is he coming? Do I think it'll definitely – I don't know that that'll definitely make him – a lot, a pit lock, but if it helps, that's an amazing thing. I think every, again, I'm a percentage guy. So every percentage in your favor is a great thing, you know, especially for a guy like him, who's got Florida state and Ole Miss and Texas A&M and Virginia tech all, you know, grabbing at his heels as well. So um, you need every little bit to, to count. And that, that counts big for most recruits and their families. Yeah, and you look Ole Miss, Pitt, South Carolina, Alabama, lots of good teams in yeah, there. Yeah. Pitt, but Pitt has a scheduled date with him on campus. Yeah. He will be coming to campus September 1st, so that will be really good for an official visit. Um, so that's a big land there for Jeff Capel in terms of that official visit cycle. Now, Jason, yeah. before we get out of here, I want to talk to you about Carlton Carrington because he was the big commit for Pitt in June right after Dior Johnson committed uh, in the 2022 class. And the one thing that has always been worried about Pitt fans is that Carrington was a guy that Pitt got in on early on and then he was going to blow up and the, the big schools were going to call coming and, and everything was going to kind of descend from there. What did you see from Carlton Carrington this summer that made him such an impressive player? Well, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing was that um, he was consistent. Right. So I, and I'm big on that. I weigh heavy on consistency. So um, at every stop, you know, at every session, you know, he was putting up numbers against whoever. Right. So he he the consistency was the thing that um, stood out to me. And again, uh, just the versatility. Again, we talk a lot about interchangeable parts. I, I often talk about interchangeable parts, specifically in the backcourt, because that's how you're built to win at the collegiate level. If you look at the um, past national champions, um, there were a lot of interchangeable parts. And I hate to say positionless because it's become so cliche. But, um, you know, Carlton was definitely one of those guys this summer. And so, um, you know, on the sidelines, I would hear a lot of chatter among uh, recruit guy, recruiting experts and stuff like that. It's like, oh, man, you know, you know what you're going to get there. And so there's a there's a safety in that and there's a. There's something to be said for somebody who's who you know you can count on for production at specific level, you know, high level, whether we're playing a team we're supposed to beat or a guy or a guy who's supposed to be better than you. And so I think that's where he kind of made his name and fit that mold. 
Yeah, it's turning out to be a pretty solid 23 class, at least the start of that 23 class. Pitcher on the land, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Curry, certainly more in that discussion, but those appear to be the top two right now. Jason, thanks for coming on. Tell them where they could find your stuff, follow you, all of that great stuff. Yeah, so on Instagram, Jason C. Jordan, I see uh, you have the Twitter thing right there that is very cool. Um, SI.com, a college basketball section. I'm there all the time, so come check me out. Well, folks, I really hope you all enjoyed that segment and two uh, with Jason Jordan. Obviously got some great insight there on Jeff Capel, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Curry, Carlton Carrington, and, and who Pitt is looking at on the recruiting trail. Even in this period here in August, Pitt is working. And, and, you know, we didn't talk about this, but this is also big. Pitt hosted a ton of 2024-2025 local kids. And, and I want to talk about that specifically because this was a really busy week. Tuesday specifically, Pitt hosted a number of guys, obviously headlined by Malik Thomas out of Lincoln Park, who was a big-time recruit. We're talking five-star Malik Thomas is. And that is a really good connection between him, Jason Capel. This kid can ball out. He's explosive. He's quick. He's got great handles. He's really good. And so Thomas, a shooting guard, a guy that can really shoot the rock. Man, Pitt hosted three top local guys. They hosted Malik Thomas, Royce Parham, and Alier Malik. So you have these three kids all from the Pittsburgh area, and it feels really good to know that there is that talent well there, but Pitt has to close on those guys, right? The talent has to come here in order for anything to be successful in that regard. And so that is something that Pitt is going to have to work with, and they're going to have to make sure matures and, and gets together because that is the start of where a core is built. If you can build the core in your own backyard, it makes it a lot easier, right? And Pitt, it's not really their fault. Pittsburgh just isn't really the producer of basketball, right? You know, Pittsburgh doesn't have a ton of NBA players. They do have a few. Uh, you look at guys like Cam Johnson, for example, and in the past, DeWan Blair. But, but mostly this is a, a lot of kids play baseball in this town. A lot of kids play football. Obviously, Western PA has that football fabric that I would put on it. So you would expect a lot of those kids to go to football. Look at Rodney Gallagher, for example, right? Pretty good basketball player that probably could have played at a Division One level, at the very least at an A-10 level, if not ACC, Big 12, Big 10, whatever you might call it level. This is a guy that got pushed to football, and he's a really good football player too, but he could have been pushed hoops in elsewhere areas. So Pitt has to land these three kids because – they're different. First of all, they're different styles. And second of all, they're very talented. And, and and I mean that. Different styles. Royce Parham out of North Hills. This kid is lengthy. He's a problem on the defensive end. He's great uh, in terms of just defending it outside the rim. You want that perimeter defense. And that's something. And Malik is, is a huge kid that moves really well for his size. And, and he is a guy that's able to shoot the three and is able to do a lot of things and is able to back you down. Uh, he's a really solid player, and these are kids that all know the Pitt program. They grew up just around the Pitt program, so they know this. They know this. So Pitt is a well-known commodity to them, and so these guys are going to be key to landing. And so you look at that, and then you look at another guy that that'll make a lot of people happy. How about R.J. Greer? Yeah, that's the you, Greer, that last name. That's the son of Ricardo Greer. And so Pitt is already dipping now into a legacy recruit. 
out of Ohio, right? This is big. And, and RJ Greer has offers from Florida, Michigan, Cincinnati, others as well. But he has really become a national recruit. He can shoot the rock, plays a lot like his dad. And he's really good. And this is a legacy recruit that Pitt really is going to want to get. So you look at those four guys in the classes of 24 and 25, and that's a dynamic group. And that's a group that Pitt is really going to want to close upon because you're not going to get opportunities like this. And more importantly, opportunities like those guys coming out of the Whippeal or, or a, a legacy recruit, a really good legacy recruit. We're not talking about even a reach here, right? We're talking about a guy that has absolutely got that offer sheet and has that upside to be a significant contributor. So these are all very important lands. For Jeff Capel, obviously the focus has to be on this year. You have to win this year with the guys you have. But even in 23, now that you have guys like, say, Carlton Carrington and Marlon Barnes, the moving train doesn't stop. If you're looking at 24, 25, we're looking at past 22 here, and we're trying to build something. And you you look at that and you say, well, Pitt has done well for themselves in 22. Well, where did they go from here? I, these four guys are huge pieces of that equation, right? They are big-time additions to the checklist. I mean, these are kids – that are very talented, that have that local fabric, that know what pit basketball was like when it was electric. They've heard stories about this. They know it, especially R.J. Greer. He knows what that's all about, right? He's been around that his whole life. And Ricardo Greer certainly fits that mold and understands what football is like and what, what successful pit men's basketball is like and what – a successful pit program can do, and you saw it with football last year, and then you saw it with basketball not too long ago. And so these kids aren't going to remember a ton of it, but they can see it and they know it, especially Pittsburgh-based kids. It's the only basketball ticket in town, really, that is, you know, as widespread as it can be, and that's important to these kids because if you're going to land them, you're going to have to sell them on a hometown flyer. You're going to have to sell them on more than just say, you know, yeah, you're from Pittsburgh, so come here. There's got to be some flair attached to that. There's got to be some tangible benefit for them, right? Like, what do they gain from coming and staying home? That's going to be the big thing to answer. And Jeff Capel is going to need to be the one to answer that. If he has a successful 2022 and that peak gets rocking, and you see the type of atmosphere the peak can be, when it is at its best, I think there will be a lot of more interest from these kids in terms of who come to Pitt and potentially landing them. But it's a big week to even get them on campus. I know they're local, but sometimes that doesn't even happen. So getting them on campus this early, it's a good first step, building those relationships, entrenching those relationships, making sure you're in the game is very, very important. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to start pit football camp ramp up, and we're going to talk all about it. I'm going to talk standouts. I'm going to talk about guys. We're going to have interviews. We're going to have all the nine. We're going to have everything you could possibly want here tomorrow on the Locked On Pit Podcast, and everything is going to be crack-a-lacking out here. We're going to go like this over the next month before West Virginia comes to town. As always, folks, thanks for listening, and as always, hail to pit.